no, that's too much for me. Black people walk like that because we have style, we got flavor, we got rhythm. I mean, the black man in America is the most copied man on this planet, bar none. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. How about that question? The colonel's a nigga now. The colonel's a nigga now. He didn't know so much chicken, he's a nigga now. Cal Channing just admitted she was a nigga. The rest of them need to break down and admit it, too. Yes, sir. We bike. We live, man. What's happening? This is the Untitled Podcast. I am your host, Booby. I'm joined by my brother, my friend, my partner in crime, Big Swat. Blip, 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 blip. What's going on, man? How you feeling, G? Can't call it, man. Blessed to be here. Blessed to see another day. Yes, sir. Yes, Yes, sir. sir. How you holding up? I'm good, man. Long week, long week, but shit, we here. Okay. We work through it, man. No matter what, we gonna work through it as always, as usual, so... Yeah, man. So I guess we can get straight to it. Um, oh, shout out <laughs> to my boy JP, man. We are joined by my dog JP as well, man. You know, Audience so. member for tonight. Yeah, man. Round for, of applause. Yeah, Go man. Give him a round. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get some clapping get some in this bitch, clap, man. Huh? That's probably nobody be clapping for us. So we got them. Be feeling like we just got down. There, there, go. there we go. There we, we go. We are, we are recording from a live studio audience, man. So shout out to that. Um, so yeah, man, a lot of shit to get to, a lot of shit to get to, man. It's so, been an active week, boy. Yes, it has, man. A lot, 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 lot of grown man bars coming from, um, our guy. Our guy? It's my guy. Okay. I fuck with Kwame. Little country's on, huh? Yeah, man. Straight out of, uh, straight out of Glen Academy itself, man. 912? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how you um, feeling about it? Though? <laughs> hey, I fuck laughing. with it, man. Hey, Kwame was talking shit like he went to Groves. 
that nigga roasting niggas with precision. Like he was in the scene section all four years, cause yeah. like can't nobody live. You want you want to hear some funny shit? Yeah, I was uh talking to my cousin JJ, right? Yeah. So I was like, man, you see Kwame going in on this nigga, right? He was like, yeah. I was like, bro, this is worse than how he did y'all boys at Savannah High that time. <laughs> that nigga died laughing. Hey, man. So, um, so for those who don't know, man, I'm playing a little small clip, man, from from what <laughs> from what old Kwame been talking about, man. So everybody get a little picture. Kill somebody. His sister beat people up. His what the fuck your family do? Do your family rape with you, bitch? Huh? Let's talk about what you do, motherfucker. You talk about what my daddy and my brother did. I ain't did none of that. But we heard that you put Spanish fly in a girl drink by your own admission, bitch. We heard you had other niggas with them trying to rape that goddamn girl. And the one girl had to bed, claw, and fight to get away from your bitch ass. But you on TV acting like you a hell of a nigga. You better shut your bitch ass up. That's why your ass ain't loud on the board. And just fucking why. I'm spraying the whole block. Fuck that. You know who you're talking about? Say that, what? That, he was talking about Charlemagne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charlemagne. Yeah. yeah Charlemagne yeah, yeah. jumped out of jumped out of the pocket, man, and was like, Yeah, man, leave Kwame alone, man. His his daddy uh buried this woman alive. His brother killed somebody. His brother. I was like, come on, man. You don't gotta do all of this, dog. I'm gonna tell you why I fuck with it, man, because Kwame really been saying all the shit that we really been saying behind the scenes about these niggas. Like Mm. Y'all boys really get a little fame, man. Get a little money and go out there and start talking crazy. Like you forgot where you come from. Niggas can't yeah, find exactly. shit out about you. So for yeah, exactly. me, Kwame pulling niggas cards. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Kwame. Matt Barnes, a hell of a nigga to be talking about somebody when your teammate went fucked your bitch and had you jumping your own gate, driving four and a half hours <laughs> listening to goddamn heartbreak songs. You feel me? Crying in a car. Come on, looking now. crazy. You a million? Like Kwame said, you a million dollar nigga. Jump in the fence to go fight a nigga right. that's fucking on your bitch. Right. Crazy. Light skinned nigga. Talking about Derek Fisher was driving, driving his uh twin boys to practice and, and shit. He told a nigga go ahead. He told a nigga go ahead and send that gas money so we can take <laughs> the boys to practice. You know who Kwame remind me of, man? Who that? You remember that quiet nigga? Like everybody used to just roast in school or whatever. Yep. Yep. Nigga never said shit. And finally he got tired of it. Yep. And spazzed out on everybody. And then they go, Well, I don't know why you did that shit. Yeah. Nigga, you know exactly why he did it. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> you tell know you, exactly why. For me, man, the real thing I fuck with with Kwame was the the message. He, now I will say I felt like he doing he feel he doing a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he done put his shit out there, made his feelings known. I stepped back and just watched. You know what I mean? You set the fire, let it relish. Watch. Yeah, you let set the relish. fire, let the house burn. You can sit back mm-hmm. and admire your work. You feel me? Because you got niggas now. Matt Barnes hopped out to him, man. Come on, come on the podcast. Come on the show and let's right. talk about it. You know, face to face. He said we could box if you want to box, but let's talk about it. Right. Call me like fuck you, nigga. Right. <laughs> I don't want to come, come on y'all my shit. Platform. Like no, y'all come on my platform. And I'm hoping talk. that he does take advantage because I think people in here he got to say. I mean, he made some fair point just about and his he a career. Funny nigga at heart, bro. He's funny. He as gotta hell. be. He gotta He's be funny as hell. He got. He said that shit. He said, "Nigga, I walk around barefoot." You know how many jokes I had to get off yeah. to get these niggas off my neck. But it's just so I don't know, man. Like for years, everybody's been saying the same thing about him. Is you know, as far as him being a bust, things like that. You know, with I the, like NBA, to, with the I, NBA being a fraternity, you know, that kind of circulates through the locker rooms. You know, when niggas get traded and things like that. I so, think I think what fucked with him the most was them saying that he shouldn't be mentioned. 
like he's somehow less of a man. Because, he's a grown man, of course. You know what I mean? Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like and, and I now. felt him, like because like hey, they, bro, this man didn't tell not one fucking lie. The thing is about the NBA, man. If you if you've made it, nigga, you can play. It's a fact. Everybody isn't going to be a superstar on the team. Everybody has a role to play. If you ever he didn't pan out, it, he didn't pan out to be that number one pick like everybody expected him to be. Man, you could walk time, into a gym with JUCO niggas. And they will bust your ass. <laughs> Ju- the right Juco nigga. Dra- Hell, shit. KC was a Juco nigga at one point before yeah. he went to West Virginia. Nigga, drag niggas. You know what I'm saying? So well, if, if you in the league for 12 years. <laughs> nigga got his pitch He did it something all. right. So you you got him. Shit, guard him. Yeah, but Matt, him. Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, man, it's like, I don't know, man. I, I look at it like this. You know, the same niggas that come up and, and try to dap you up with, with one hand. That same hand they using, the same hand they cover their mouth up with when they talking shit about you, bro. It's like, a fact. You know, they, it, it, it's, it's a bad look for them, especially Matt Barnes, because he kind of hiding his hands. Like, I don't know why he said that. Yeah. Like, niggas stand on your shit. If you said that about him, like, okay, you know, that was foul. Yeah. That wanted to move. But it is what it is. Like, everybody say this shit about you, but don't don't try to run. Don't duck it. Yeah. Don't I, duck it, man. For me, too, man, I think, and I do want to stay on Kwame for a second, but mm-hmm. um, I also think them niggas handling wrong. Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes. Jackson, said. Matt Barnes. Because as soon as they said something, they gave that shit. They they gave it credibility now. Like now, niggas are looking. What the fuck, Kwame said? Hold right. on, wait. What, nigga? I let your ass talk. You said the fuck you want to. I ain't got nothing to say to you, bro. So you talking about them? Uh, yeah, on the flip side. Clap, on clap the flip back side, at yeah. And everything. For what? Yeah. Because Kwame said, yeah. it. Kwame was like, man, y'all, y'all got this big ass platform. Y'all yeah. bigger than me, and y'all niggas are arguing back and forth for me. He said, y'all some stupid ass niggas, and he right. right. I ain't saying shit to you, nigga. But for you, what? I mean, you know what, what Captain Jack and Matt Barnes represents. Like their entire career, they was always looked at as the tough guys. So, right. If a nigga talking shit about him, of course you know they gonna jump out of their window, you know, and try to clap back at him. But it's a, but but it's a flip side of that. If you if you the tough guy, I ain't got shit to say to you because you know what time it is. I ain't saying shit. You got it. Mm. You got it. You right. You right. But what Jack what Jack said the first time Jack said you got it you gangster you tough yeah. he should have left it right he should have left it there because now when you go back and argue back and forth with niggas now that shit look catty now mm-hmm. y'all like some women y'all just going back and forth arguing but Kwame they, called it Kwame said man you some fake like you some and fake it's real guys. he called him he called him nigga showed you see that, you what know, it is yeah <laughs> pull your skirt down he see, showed we see exactly you know what, what I'm saying is. he showed him he he well, everything and that's why I said like everything Kwame said was true. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't know it to be true, them niggas proved that shit to be true right. with what them niggas did after. Hit dogs hollow. What you, what you think about this? Uh, his little catchphrase now, "Mama's cooking." Mama's cooking. <laughs> I fuck with it, man. I love that, that shit, shit is man. Funny as I hell. love that shit. Yeah, Mama's cooking. Yeah, man. Y'all, shit, <laughs> shit. I go find your bitch, man. Give her some of Mama's cooking. Give her some man. of Mama's recipe. Uh-huh, get some of Mama's recipe. Shit, that's your problem, nigga. That's old. He had Mama's boy. recipe. Tell me, you out here? If you tell Mike, told Matt Barnes, so you out here trying to be tough and shit, nigga. You should be a pretty boy, nigga, like Drake trying to fuck niggas, bitches. Now look at you trying to be tough. They're fishing to your girl. Your that's bitch. all right. I'm gonna give you Mama's recipe, nigga. I'm gonna show you, nigga. I'm gonna little sprinkle a little that extra nigga for you, said nigga. She sent the GPS coordinates to Terry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny though is because of them boys' reputation, mm-hmm. ain't nobody ever tried Matt Barnes about that shit. Nobody. Mm-mm. We you always know, looked at Matt Barnes for being the tough nigga for pulling up on him. Nobody ever looked at him on the flip. On the like, flip side, oh, of bro, like, you still got your fucking your bitch, and he's still with your bitch. 
Still is. Still with your bitch. Coaching, coaching your son. Yeah, coaching your son. <laughs> and now you, yeah, we piece it up. You know, I go to the games and shit. But he teaching my son to try and go offense. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, nigga, the fuck out. Like, nigga, who, who is you for my real? My son used him? to shoot right handed. He's a lefty He's now. He's a lefty now. <laughs> He's a lefty now. My, my both my boys were at number two and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like come on, man. It's Shout different. out to Kwame, shit, man. Yeah, Give man. that nigga his flowers, bro. Yeah, man. Because he to. beat all the odds. He Real did. Shit. He, he said that shit, man. He said the free lunch, baby. All that shit with barefoot that had no shoes went from that to number one pick. You can't beat it. Yeah. So if that's a life of a bus. I'll take it every day of the week. Every I'll day take of the it. week. He kept it a buck, bro. If eighteen, if at eighteen years old, I could have moved my mom onto a, a big ass house on the golf, the golf course, course. You call me what the fuck you want to, nigga. Mm. I made it. I made it. I love it, man. I love that shit, man. So I fuck with Kwame, man. Um, for sure, a hundred percent. I hope he keep going. Now I do think he need to calm it down, let that shit fester, like we said a little earlier. But take I a, do take hope. A week off. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, week. a week off. Go on vacation, bro. <laughs> Did I tell you about when I ran into Carmen a couple years ago? No, nah, where, where were y'all? I at? was with Meech, man. We was at McDonough's downtown, downtown, man. We went a couple drinks, and the funny shit was, um, it's a true story. Meech was like, "Hey, boo, who the fuck this old big ass Carmen Brown looking ass nigga is over there?" Right? <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, bro. I, yo, it, I should have got down. I should have had Meech. I could have called. And he uh, told you the story, man. This big Carmen Brown, big Carmen Brown looking ass nigga, and I look. Like, cause that is that Kwame. Is, that's Kwame. Big, I mean, you can't mix no, miss no seven foot tall ass nigga in a bar in a fucking suit. Right. You know what I mean? So, we ain't did no groupie shit or whatever. But nigga walked by and Meech asked him, cause you Kwame Brown? He started laughing. He's like, yeah. yeah. So what you got going on? And basically, you're saying he um, opened a restaurant um, on the east side. Okay. And I think it's the old, I think it's Marlins. I think it's called Marlins or Marlowe's, some shit like that. Mm. It's on like Pennsylvania Avenue, they about to hop. But he was opening a, a restaurant right there, and he was like, "Shit, they doing a little taste testing tomorrow." And he, she invited niggas to pull up. I didn't go because I right. wasn't going all the way out there for that shit. But you know, shout out. Hopefully that shit doing well. I don't. That's what's up. Man. Yeah, you know. So shout out to that. But uh, but yeah, cool, cool nigga, man, humble nigga. You know what I mean? From the brief conversation we had, I it's, mean, it's good to see him active, man. That's like the first time I've ever heard Kwame talk, though. Nah, that's a fact. Like the first time ever, outside of his little. Uh, I guess draft speech that he gave at the press conference. That's <laughs> yeah. the first time I've ever heard him talk. Yeah. He's a absolutely. funny nigga, man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. So that's uh that's one podcast war, man. But Rory and Ma done clap back at Joe, man. There's <laughs> a lot of clapping going on. It's a lot of clapping going on. Everybody clapping except for us. Everybody <laughs> clapping. We ain't got no fucking clap. We got gunshots, don't they? We got gunshots. We got gunshots. Don't talk to Unk. Look at you. <laughs> That's all we got, man. We got a program, some hand claps or something, man. But um, but yeah, man. So and I don't, and I've been saying this forever. I don't want to stay too. I don't want to talk about other podcasts too much. Mm. But I do find it interesting in the fact that we are entering the podcast realm. We are essentially in a podcast business at right. this point. Um, that it's important to kind of look at them from multiple angles. One, being a fact that they're a podcast of friends. Mm-hmm. And two, seeing how that business kind of fucked up the friendship and the podcast. Yeah, at the same time. At the same time. And, and Rory had some foreshadowing in the episode before they fell out. And he was saying, you know, in doing business with friends, when the issue arises, you got a choice. Either get rid of yeah, either mm-hmm. get rid of the business or get rid of the friendship. 
because you can't have both. Right. Right. We could be business partners and operate as this, or we could be friends and say, fuck the business. The friendship is more important. So, do you get a chance to hear the clap back? Do you hear the whole back and forth? Yeah, uh, you talking about the whole little hour. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I'll name this response I'll name, later. I'll name this response later. Yeah. Can we consider that a podcast? Because you know what Joe said. Yeah. If I even think about doing I'm suing the fuck I out. think that shit was corny. I that also, was, was kind of wild. I, I'm not into, you know, I, I didn't take a contract. Well, actually, I did take a contract law class. Mm-hmm. But from the brief, brief, brief knowledge I have on contracts, Non-compete clauses don't necessarily don't necessarily cover if I'm terminated. Right. So I believe them niggas can do a podcast, but yeah. I don't know because the contract at this point is null and void. You, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know, some do. I mean, you can't. You no know, one side is don't fire me and tell me I can't go work. Your coke can't fire me and then say you can't work right. at Pepsi. Right. Bitch, you fired me. I didn't leave. Right. But I don't know them niggas contracting. Obviously that ain't them our niggas, business, really. Yeah, and that ain't either. And obviously, <laughs> them niggas ain't already contract either. That's yeah. why they in the situation they in. But I'm no. sorry, I proceed. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I checked it out, man. Uh, a lot of valid points. Um, like Ma kind of said, you know, I'm not speaking on my truth. I'm going to give you the truth. That's so a, a lot of stuff that he was saying as far as, uh, you know, Joe's behavior. I think Roy hit on it more yeah. as far as, you know, the way Joe acted, I guess, when it came time to talk about business, money, uh Deals with other companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, for instance, I think it was a title deal. Yeah, a title deal. He talked to Elliot. And I think Elliot approached him about, you know, they just briefly talked about numbers, nothing too serious. So Rory yeah. went back and kind of presented it. And he said, Joe just just flipped out. Like, so let me ask you this. Joe, mm-hmm. Joe, um, and ah, this shit feels so nasty talking about other niggas and their money. But um, so Joe did come back and say that. He was negotiating with title as well. So he flipped out because Rory was talking to title about a deal and he was talking to title about a deal. Yeah. And Rory was talking thousands and he was talking millions and that's where the anger came from. But, you get you do you attribute that to anything or do you But if I'm I, if I'm your guy, don't flip out on it's me. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. Okay. Like you that's know, fair. hey that's man, fair. you know. What was the meeting about? Oh, it ain't really a meeting. He was just saying, you know, if Facts, facts. You get me. But yeah. uh, it was, you know, it was entertaining Um, just hearing how, you know, Ma was popping this shit, talking <laughs> about, you know, I brought flavor to the podcast. I made it more palatable. I like that. That's a good <laughs> word. I like that word. I, like I made it more word. palatable. I love that word. But uh, I added that word to my vernacular. You did? Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, Uh, moving on with Roy and Ma, man, you see that they got their own. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't I know think, if it's a podcast, a show. He I'm just... A, I will say this. I did see that um, someone sent that to Maul on Twitter. And I, uh, I mean, I'm still, still kind of active on Twitter. So okay. someone sent that to Maul, and Maul's like, yo, y'all mad creative. And then Maul goes and reposts it. So it kind of grew legs of his Yeah, own. so I don't know if that's necessarily a thing yet, mm-hmm. but I do believe it could be if the paperwork's right, if they can actually do it. You know what I mean? I think it'll be, I mean, because. checking it, for it? I think so. I'm tuning I th- in. I think I think what you do in that is now you splitting the um you're kind of splitting the audience a little bit. So that's kind of like when um <laughs> new edition everybody started going in their own direction. You had yeah. BBD. Yep. Yep. You had Ralph trying to do his own the thing. Johnny. Con- yeah. Same concept. Same Bobby concept. out there. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same concept. So I don't know where it's gonna go. I mean, I'm I'm a watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm a watch. I haven't been able to really listen to a full episode of, uh, of Joe Budden's podcast they left, yet. Right. It is not the same, man. It's not the same. Okay, I, I t- 
I'm going to ask you this because yeah. I remember you saying, like, with Rory and Maul, it's really kind of hard to catch their chemistry. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Joe's trying to branch off and do his own thing with people we're not used to seeing right. on the panel. Right. So do you think it hurts both sides? Like, you don't see Rory and Maul catching, like, traction, but at the same time, you kind of see Joe's numbers dwindling. So both sides are necessarily being hurt. Um, I think, I look at it, I look at it this way. I feel like, and again, just being here talking about another nigga's pockets bothers me because yeah. it goes against what I was raising, how I give it up. But we here. But, but we here. <laughs> um, with Joe, from what I've seen, you know, I've been fucking with Joe since I was in ninth grade, right? Since Def Jam Vendetta days, I was listening to Joe Budden. Like niggas be like, "What the fuck is this?" I hated that game. Niggas hate, yeah. But so I say that to say, man. Um, from what I've seen from Joe, it seems to me that podcasting is his lane. Mm. Like this is his cash cow. This is where his money is made. This is where he does what he does. And I look at Roy and he's Maul, a natural entertainer, right? But I say, is in just this is my cash cow. Mm-hmm. Like, he does podcasts, the Joe Budden podcast, the Joe Budden Network. It's a network of podcasts. Right. This is his cash cow. You take this away, his music career, I mean, as good as a rapper as he was, and Joe Budden was a really good, did he make great music for the masses? No. But he could rap his ass off. Yeah. So I say that to say if he you took away podcasting from Joe, where does he fall? Loving hip hop. Loving hip hop. Is is that your <laughs> that your lane now? Is that you know what I mean? Now the way and I say that to set up this next point, which is if I got Rory and Maul, mm-hmm. they just kinda slid in. Rory was working for Sony at one point. Them niggas don't doing Duce Palooza, which was the largest party in the fucking world. Right. You know what I mean? Them niggas packed out Barclays. Every time they came to the A, that bitch sold out. All these different arenas they go to, they sell. I mean, arenas. Oh, yeah, they I caught a couple. It's right, yeah, yeah. It's facts. We we pulled up at one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We talked about that before. But you got these different arenas that rappers ain't selling out. Yeah. That y'all niggas selling out, passing out free fucking henny and then do say when you move on to making the do say palooza. Uh-huh. So you have your lane. I didn't. This podcast wasn't my. This was extra. Right. Now, did we all get to know Rory through the podcast? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Rory necessarily was in the business of wanting to be known. And he said himself, like, I mean, I really don't want to do this podcast. Yeah, it was just something to do. He it's said that. He said, he said, if it was, he said, you know, he said that, would I go do another podcast somewhere? Fuck no. I just do this because I'm fucking with my friends and we're making money, but it's cool. Same thing with Maul. Now, it's, you, di- it's different to say I'm not going to do it, but when you see that you're in high demand, and no, you know well, that that's you different. Didn't... That's just good business. That's yeah. good business. So then, so I say that for Roy. Now when I go to Maul, Maul's big brother. Maul is set. He's straight. He's set regardless. Mm-hmm. Again, and for for those who may not be familiar, um, Rockefeller was started by three people: Dame Dash, James, Jay Z, and Biggs. And, uh, and Biggs Burke, Kareem Biggs Burke. Maul from J from Joe Budden podcast is Biggs' little brother. Mm-hmm. He was there through all that shit. He's straight regardless. So knowing that he's been there through all of that shit, he's seen breakups like this in mm-hmm. the past. He saw when Dame and Jay went through their whole His brother bullshit. right there in his ear telling him, nah, listen, let's do this. This is, this is how you need to play it. Yeah. And that's why you saw him sitting in the cut mm-hmm. the entire time throughout this until he felt uh-huh. like it was time to, you know. Well, because it's, it's like you said, he got to that point to where it was like, yo, like if the respect ain't there, I ain't, I ain't there. there. And I'm not going to continue to let, almost like Kwame, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you continue to disrespect me. Throw third on my throw third on my name and same hands. Exactly. Them hands I was talking about. Same shit. Mm-hmm. 
So Another to answer point. your question, which to answer your question of basically, go ahead. Um, essentially, um, who loses? I think Joe loses. Okay. I don't want to hear ice and ish. I don't. I'm a, I'm about to do that thing that you do all the time. Okay. Nobody wins when the family feuds. Another lyric. <laughs> I had to try it, man. Yeah, it was it, it was it good. Was cute. I see what you did. It was it palatable. <laughs> just because I feel like there someone's going to win. I just but fair enough. We didn't <laughs> get the, my but we didn't get the pot. It was a good attempt. It was. I tried, attempt. man. You, that's not my thing. It's not. We'll give you a gun. Just one no, though. No, we don't. Not I know it ain't my thing. I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, nah, nah. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I'm gonna keep going. But yo, nice. we we um <laughs> we gotta call HR, but I forgot to tell HR we gotta call HR. What we calling HR about? That shit I said last week. Oh, okay, all right. About man. the babies and being sold. I saw somebody uh say, "Yo, bro, you you going a little too far." <laughs> somebody, somebody said that. Said that somebody shit. said that. Yeah, for real, for on the page. On the page. Yeah. What they say? I missed it. I think you reposted the shit. Not them. No, they was like, hey, man, you. Oh, wild. you're talking about oh. <laughs> oh, we made me nervous. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, that was bros. Yeah, he hit me. He know me though. He said that shit. He said I'm saying. <laughs> okay, wild. okay, you yeah. know. All that was Tony. Right. That white boy Tony, man. Oh. Tony, yeah, Tony, yeah, yeah. Tony been know me. He he know how I give it up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man. Yeah. So I mean, it was true though. <sighs> man, that was borderline, dog. All I'm saying. I was nervous. All I'm saying. Is I put that, my head down. We was only two people in right, here. Let me. Right. First of all, I like to apologize to all the babies in the world, right? Like, okay, it's fucked up. No, they shouldn't be selling babies some methamphetamine. Sure. But black market is crazy, bro. The black market is crazy. Wanda sold a tooth for if Wanda could get a little bit of crack for a tooth, how much all right. I don't know, man. You see what I'm saying? That's a good business. That's just good business, G. That's all I'm trying to say. That's bulk pricing, bro. Oh, money when you go to that. Sam's, you get all that goddamn all them crab legs for a low number. Nah, bro. Low to get a whole box. Imagine, bro, how much think you say, about it. You say you, how about, much you say you was about to call HR, right? I was, but I, I man. Yo, but hear me out. Hear me I out. Heard you Can last I explain week, myself? <laughs> I Give me you do this shit. Man, I'm I'm hit. Hold on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a C man. And this nut see. nigga gonna find somewhere to agree with you. I already know it. Man. <laughs> I already. Know I'm a C. It. You know what? Fuck it. You know what? Let's, I'm gonna call HR right Go now. Ahead. I'm Go call. Ahead I ain't gonna text that nigga. Text that nigga right now. Y'all niggas ain't gonna do me like this. Yo 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 yo. This is uh this is Boo from the from the uh, from HR podcast from the Untitled podcast, man. Yeah, from HR. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at HR, man. You available? Hold on, before before you even, before you even start, let me tell you how nasty you are, right? Okay. This nigga, this nigga just called. Okay, I'm not HR right now. This nigga's gonna text me and be like, "Hey, hey, you free?" And like literally, not even ten seconds later, I'm in mid text. This nigga calling. I'm like, man, nigga, give me a second. Wait, are, uh, you yeah, are you free? Yeah, Are you free? Yeah, I'm free. I'm so free. what the fuck was all that about? Are you free? I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. You got to answer first. It's, it's <laughs> Black History Year. Damn. Just rock with them. Black History Year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. HR, yeah, yeah. what's good, bro? Hey, man, what's going on, family? Can't call it, man. Hey, I'm hey, hey, I'm on the, I'm going through the drive through too, so y'all, 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 uh, y'all bear with me. Okay, cool. This is going to be real quick. All right. So last episode, yeah. I said that... I, 
they were selling babies in exchange for methamphetamine. <laughs> Two babies were kidnapped in Savannah. They got taken out to Effingham. In Effingham, you know how they give it up. I said that they were being sold in exchange. And the babies were twins, so I felt like they were high value. And because it's two of them things with the same DNA, like you get a real high, you know what I mean? Like you can really get them boys off, you feel me? No. So, stop your stop. Hold on. So, my question to you is Am I wrong? Hold on. The, the, okay, now what was the part that you said? I want to make, because you already had me going with them. With their stranger babies for it. <laughs> so, it, it, it was what was all the part me. that you read? I said that the babies were being sold in exchange for methamphetamines. It was all me, so I had nothing to do with this time. I was quiet this time. Um, um So okay, am so I wrong wait, wait, or is that just good business? I mean, are the babies yours? Nah, they don't belong to me. They're not my babies. <laughs> okay. That that changes a lot. It does. Right, so, I, thought so. <laughs> I thought so as well. So, so since the babies are technically not sure. Right. Technically. Technically. Now, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask this question too. Yep. This will settle everything. I've never met these babies. Uh, and you did not adopt them? I did not. They don't belong to me in any way. Okay, all right, here we go. So, hey, listen, at the end of the day, man, I mean, they ain't the babies, they ain't kids. So, uh, to me, that's free game in the HR world. Nah, hell no. That's the fuck, fuck that. I'm hell talking no, about. no, no, that's no. HR, I have a daughter. HR says. HR, I have, I have a child. Time has, your daughter, has your daughter ever been kidnapped? I, 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 I feel triggered. I feel, daughter, I feel nervous around him. He's selling your, babies on the black market listen, and I have a daughter. Listen, listen, I didn't say I don't sell your baby. Listen, your baby's safe. Listen, he, he, that's my niece. He has no ties. Listen, he has no ties to them kids. I don't. I understand my opinion. I'll say my honor on them babies. I apologize to baby culture if HR. I gotta do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We we can always apologize for that. But yeah. I mean, for this for this particular situation, hypothetically speaking, facts. Um, I see little to nothing wrong with this. My man, HR, nice. my guy. I appreciate you, brother. I'll be in touch. All right, man. All right, man. God bless. All right, be blessed. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a winner to me. This nigga is hell, dog. What happened? I don't know what happened. We called HR. I'm HR confused. said I was right. Why do you want me to get rolled I'm up confused, so bad? You that bro. nigga at your job? I'm confused. Are you that nigga at your job? That's all I'm asking. No, man. I just recall from the, one of the episodes prior. He right. said, oh, well, well, you said this on the mic. What if you're in a workplace and someone feels no, no, triggered No, you said it you in said. the workplace. This is a work. See, this is the problem. This is the workplace, This is right? an issue. This is a job. Yeah. I'm about to get my Joe bag. I expect <laughs> your ass to be here to work when we schedule it. <laughs> if you don't show up, God Nigga, damn hey, it, go, you go, are in breach of contract, go Rory. Breach. You are in breach of <laughs> contract, Rory. Breach, we told you you signed your paperwork. You went to orientation. Hey, we hey. got paperwork. HR said he had your file. I, we I talked sign, about this. I ain't signed shit. So what's your problem with HR? Man, HR is wild. Do you think so? HR is wild. What this nigga what? answer the phone. Hey, nigga, what you like? What kind of HR? No. Is he HR or you HR? He's HR. You sound a real HR to me. Nah. No? Not at all. So do you want to be an HR? No, I don't. So let him do his job. No. He no. said I was clean. No. no. I didn't feel like I said HR seems biased. So if you, if, 
Hey. Hey. HR seems biased. Hey, hey, hey. That you could take that HR. We told yeah. you this suggestion. We, need, we, we told need HR we, on this uh on this podcast because I got some questions that he keep dodging and shit. No, we, 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 when HR's in town, we he get, keep we get dodging right. these questions. Uh, but here's the thing, though. We told you we have a suggestion box. I told you where it's at. Mm. It's right over there. It's black. Nah, right there in the kitchen. I'm good. Okay, I'm good. You sure. Positive. My guy. Let me get some music. Yeah, let's get to it, man. All right, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to let you lead the way. Okay, all right, man. What we got this week for, man, for the... For the... uh, Off in them streets. Yeah, flavor in your ear. The playlist for the week, man. We're going to go... Y'all got the vibes on the intro, man. It's going to be Welcome to Jam Rock. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And uh, first on the list, man, we're going to go with a classic, man. Let's go with Beanie Man and Maya. Girls Mm. and Sugar. Yes, sir. Let's get it. So let's go to the next song, man. Um, I'm gonna go a little current. Hopefully, it, hold it, eh. I'll play it after we can discuss the disco. So it's reggae. I feel like it does. So yeah, man. So we go to Wayne Wonder. We gonna go no letting go, man. Somebody, she's a beauty, very special, really and truly. Take good care of me, like 
Excuse me. So to be clear, you're not gonna be no nigga. You're not being nope. mad. No nigga. Okay. <laughs> sure. Damon, I am a boy. I mean, what do I do to be a Maya? You're not comfortable in that? I'm not singing no damn Maya song. Why I not? Told you what I'm doing at karaoke, bro. Keep sweat, man. Which one? What was it? Uh twisted. You rather be shit. begging to be a star? You know that's my shit, bro. That's what I wrote. Take the stars out. See, see, I could be both, but I'd rather be Beanie Man. You sound, you say, you sound better. We I'm, say, I'm of course. Beanie, I'm Beanie Man. That goes Zim without Zim Zimmer. It's some me. sugar. That's me. It's some sugar. You got to learn the words. You know the words? If you know the words, bro. I do know the words. Without looking them up. No. I'm pulling <laughs> the phone out your phone. to go through our topics. We record a podcast on Thursday. Nigga about to pull the lyrics up. Niggas? Some of yeah, I know that. Fuck, fuck you. I know it. It's my phone. Yeah. You in it. Mm-hmm. What the hell? All right, man. Here we go, man. So what you, you said you hated women. You had something you want to talk about. So go ahead. <laughs> tell, them, tell, tell them what they said. What's the topic, man? Look, bro. Uh, the question is, is it harder to plan trips with men or is it harder to plan trips with women? And I've had some bad experience on both sides. So with I men? Kinda, yeah, planning trips. Okay. Yeah, going out of town and things like that. Niggas just kind of flaking on the trip and everything. Mm-hmm. But I've been I've been on the flip side when it comes to like traveling, women kind of doing the same thing. So I just kind of want to get a voice to see. Are we, are we talking current trip? Currently, like today? Or are we talking like, like in the past? College, spring break type shit. Uh, you can throw that in there too. Or post college, maybe when you make a little bit of money, you could do a little more. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be real, man. I. I had the the niggas I like. I know I went to Miami one year. Actually, with mod them niggas, right? College. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. college. Went to Miami spring break. Them niggas had like everybody had a role, like scrap book the room. Niggas did the itinerary. Mm-hmm. I went and slept the ride there. Like everybody had a role. You slept. You didn't, yeah, yeah. The whole you didn't drive it all. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not driving. Okay. I'm sleeping. That's your. That's your part. Now, if you want me behind the wheel, that's fine. I'm still going to sleep. So it's up to you. You can choose. Mm. Pick. <laughs> okay. I thought I'd be fair. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know, man. I've never had real. The only thing I've really had trouble with for niggas as far as trips go is niggas just flaking mm-hmm. before it's time to go. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had, that type I've shit. had niggas flaked on the day. It was time to go. But for, I will say for me, I know niggas enough to know, like, I could read you leading up to the trip. Right. Like, we talking about this shit, and every time I bring it up, you kind of, you know, standoffish. You know, this nigga ain't fucking going. Yeah, you know, in the group chats, you ain't really giving no feedback as far as So I'll, I'll, I'll leave room for you mm-hmm. to maybe coming, but I'm not planning on you to come. Right. So even if it's a group trip. I'm telling niggas behind the scenes, like, hey, y'all, that nigga, so just have your extra 30, 40, 50, whatever you want to need to cover his end of it. Cause it's hold a- on, hold on. We throwing money throwing money his way? No, nigga, oh, I'm throwing money like, as okay. in. No, oh, okay, yeah, okay. if he don't come, uh, we, we yeah, I, I to cover no, his we, end. We ain't sponsoring nobody. No, nigga, we not paying because, uh, oh, my God. Yo, God, yo, I think. Shit. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm, we, I'm for that. Yeah, we ain't going to fuck up. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was like uh, facts. I think in a previous uh, episode that we had, it was kind of like you know, knowing the niggas that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. and going forward, you know how to handle them in certain situations. So mm-hmm. that was kind of my introduction 
you know, with this trip. And the nigga was like, oh, man, I, you know, I lost my wallet. I can't, I don't think I'll be able to go because I ain't got the funds. You know, once we get there, I got to have my ID. <laughs> in I'm 2020, like, nigga, what the fuck? In this 2021, like, you losing your wallet and got shit. But this was like, this is 20, I want to say 2010. This is a while back. So I was like, damn, this nigga giving it up like that. And so since then, like, from here on out, when we plan trips, the nigga like, oh, shit, why you, why you ain't holler at me about it? I was like, bro, because we know you, nigga. Because you ain't never got no money, nigga. Yeah, you got to tell me. You. you ain't never got no fucking we money. We know you. Cause. And I said just like that, we know you. I need dependable I need dependable people on this trip, G. So we, we, we spoke to our side. Mm-hmm. We know what men are, so... You got a special guest you want to phone in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's call let's call the big homie, man. Big, big Daddy homie? Drip. Big Daddy Drip. Big Daddy Drip. This going to be fun, man. Let's see what they got going on. Oh, drip got going, man. Call the Drip now. Hello. <laughs> drip. Big Daddy Drip. Oh, Jesus. What's up? <laughs> Wake your ass up, nigga. What's Wake that up, is? man. We got shit to talk about. This is Bowie from the Untitled Podcast. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I got uh, I got Swad with me. What's up, Drip? You all right? Hi, Swad. What's the word, man? Hey, nigga, wipe that jewel from around your mouth, bro. Wake <laughs> up. Well, we got some shit to talk about, man. Okay, what's up? Talk. Swad, ask your question, brother. Okay, uh, so we having this little debate as far as uh when you're traveling, and uh, we mm-hmm. just want to get a female's perspective to kind of see: is it harder to plan trips with men, or is it harder to plan trips with women? And uh, give us some of the experience that you've had in the past. Oh, for me, I think it's easier to plan trips with guys. Mm. Tell me why. I mean, I guess it just depends. Because women ain't got no money? Is that what you're saying? That's a swat set. Yeah, that's not true. Oh, swat, you liar. Oh, my bad. Why you feel women don't have any money? Yeah, I, swat. Didn't, I didn't say that shit. Don't don't follow up with that nigga. <laughs> Tell me why, man. So I heard I, I've heard that women be y'all be like five deep with two beds in a room. That's true. That's not necessarily true. It just depends on what type of people you go with. Do you have you like, ever met those type of people? Say that again. Have you ever like gone on a trip with those type of people? No, I'm real selective about who I hang. <laughs> not drip. I got drip <laughs> oh, fucked yeah. up. You uh, so have you ever seen like that happen? And maybe you had your own room. I know you had your own room. You weren't playing that shit, right? No. So I mean, it just depends on like what's going on. Like if y'all, I guess it would be finances. I mean, I, I don't mind sharing a room with one person, but I don't really want to be in the room like five deep, two beds. I wouldn't want that, you know? So have you ever gone on a trip with a group of friends and then one friend kind of pulled you to the side and said, hey, listen, I, My money ain't really I, I, ran, like I ran out of money. I ran out of money right. yesterday. You have that. And then if you're a friend, if you got it, you just be quiet with it. Give a little change. I think that's, keep it. that's the difference between men and women. Niggas going to out you. Yeah, like, bro, broke hey, ass nigga. Fuck you here for, cuz. Well, see, that's the thing. I wouldn't do that because some things happen. What if her car got compromised or something like that? You know what I'm saying? Things happen, you know? So as a friend, I'm not going to out you. I'm not going to embarrass you, Okay. you know? Okay, so let's say you being a good friend and what happens? They start running that shit up, right? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah. They, they, they order and shit. They don't normally order. 
Yeah, bitch, you better get you a glass of water. Oh. You might can get one shot. You're like, bitch, I ain't never seen you order Snapper before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, bitch, eating all kind of shit. Then what? She run it up. Now, now, now you got a problem. You going to tell everybody she broke then or are you good? No, I still wouldn't do that. I wouldn't tell anybody she broke. We'll have a discussion prior to. I think you should have a discussion. But I don't think it's right for you to just out somebody like that because you could be in that predicament. You never know. Drip, I got a question for you. We keep saying drip because we keeping your identity safe, bro. You know these niggas be lurking and everything, so we don't okay. wanna, we don't want to get a real name away. But uh, as far as like the itinerary, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all all agreed on what y'all want to do for the weekend, wherever y'all at. If y'all in Texas, you know we y'all. I know y'all hitting Turkey Leg Hut. I know that's a go to, right? But what if somebody want to do something else? Like, well, I think we should hit this spot. I think we should go over here, and it's like, no, we all agreed. We were going to A, B, and C. X, Y, and Z wasn't in the plans. How do y'all mm-hmm. handle those situations? Be adults and talk about it. I mean, you're going to have people who be like, I don't want to do this and I ain't going to do that. Well, guess what? This your last trip with me. Yeah. That's that's the energy I want right there. That's what I was looking for the whole time. That's what I was looking for. That's, that's what we I wanted. Know. That's the trip I know. You're trying it took to be a while. politically correct. It and took talk a while. Sweet and nice and yeah. shit. I want you to tell these hoes how much you don't fuck with them and tell them bitches they your sons <laughs> like Nikki. Tell them. Tell them, Drip. Tell them. Talk that but shit. No, you be talking not. to us. They already know no. that, right? They already know that they your like, son. Pretty much. So if you. Uh-uh. <laughs> Honestly, I can't. I yeah. can't. Say fuck these hoes. Tell them. They don't know who you are. You just drip. I love you. No, she nah, but everybody. No. She loves everybody. She is. <laughs> Dr- you know she's a good Just a teddy bear, man. She just, she just loves everybody, <laughs> I, man. But I'm the nicest person ever. That's a yeah. fact. That's a fact. All right, Drip. We, uh, we appreciate your input. Anytime. But if y'all going with broke niggas, that's a shame. I'm sorry for y'all. What she said? She said we going on a trip with broke niggas. That she she hates. Nah, that man, ass. we just going. I I went on a trip with a weird ass nigga one time. You got to share a room with that nigga? Nah, man, this you nigga touch was your leg? Some, fuck no, oh. this nigga was just on some weird shit. Like man. what? This nigga was like, I'm talking about. We on the other side of the country. This is like, you know, let's go to the mall. I'm like, bro, we go to the mall all the time. He was like, but we don't never come to these type malls. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I agree. Why the fuck this nigga was in the polo outlet, dog, while we over there? I'm like, nigga, it's uh, polo in fucking Savannah, G. Different polo. The horse different. The horse different? Bigger horses. It's three niggas on the horse. The horse came in the chariot, I guess, in California. That's it. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's it. That nigga ruined my whole trip with that bullshit. <laughs> but we love you, Drip, man. We we appreciate you picking up the phone. We know it's past your bedtime, too. You know it. I had to take my phone off of Do Not Disturb. Oh, Ooh, Lord. We pre- okay. Oh, she got she got different problems. She do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do, do not disturb me. Right. You dodging this. a different nigga calling her. Let me get off the phone for a nigga recognize her voice and call her. <laughs> you told me you were asleep. Ain't it? <laughs> right. And she's still lurking. All right. All right, Drew. All right, family. All right, thank, all right. Appreciate it, baby. All right. All right. All right. So that's my dog right there. Bro. Yeah, that's your answer, man. Big Daddy Drew. Now we got two guests and one got down. That's what happens when you start putting numbers up, man. Numbers on the board. Yeah, brother. Yo, man. Yo, shout out to y'all, man. So our last episode, actually, and I always say I ain't a numbers guy. Here I am with the numbers again, right? So I'm a liar. 
<laughs> but so our last episode, man, has been out three days and it's already the most downloaded episode, period, for us. So I think that's dope. Blessings. Gunshots. Yeah, man. Blessings, man. Air horns. <laughs> Uncle Jerome. Damn. Uncle Jerome. God made black beautiful. And of course. God made booby beautiful. Black and strong. Because he did in always. Ooh, give me some more flavor. It's blessings, man. Blessings, 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 man. So we do appreciate y'all. This ain't a shout out segment. We will get to that later mm-hmm. on. But um, I do want to put that out there that we doing numbers, man. We doing good, man. So you know, gotta start monetizing this shit. Hire a fucking staff. Oh boy, something. Cause goddamn. Um. So um, at the beginning of the podcast, and I. I Damn or remiss if I don't go ahead and put this out, man. But uh, that was Paul Mooney that you heard um, at the beginning, basically uh, one of his um, most well-known quotes, which is, you know, everybody want to be a nigga till it's time to be a nigga. Mm. Basically kind of a topic that we talk about it at length here, a few different episodes where this cultural appropriation, right, just kind right. of stealing our swag, stealing our sauce, monetizing it, you know what I mean? Everything's urban until you can find a way to do it yourself, and then it's edgy. You know what I mean? Everything, you know, it's, so it's pop it's pop pop culture. It's pop culture then. Right. No nigga it's black culture. Keep exactly. it a man. It's our shit. And you stole it, you did it, did what you will with it and and try to make it yours, man. So anyway, um, you know, so rest in peace to the legend Paul Mooney. Right. Uh, one of the more edgy comedians, um, kinda in that uh that Richard Pryor elk that uh even Dave Chappelle to an extent unapologetic. It's unapologetic mm-hmm. gonna say what he gotta say and you I mean you deal with it. Yeah. It's that old school comedian, right? Like not um, in this new and in, in no disrespect to Kevin Hart, but you know these new politically correct, you know, comedians who don't really um, who hold back and right. are kind of worried about backlash. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's what made it funny. I mean, most jokes are funny because they're true. The funniest jokes are funny because they're true, right? Right. So yeah. um, it's truth and pain when it. Always, always. It's literally, jokes. I mean, Kevin Hart got a special called Laugh at My Pain, right? right. And that's literally what com- what com- what comedy is. Yeah. We laughing at our pain. I didn't laugh at Laugh at My Pain. I didn't laugh at that either. <laughs> Just to be and, honest. And, and I don't, I hate to be that guy, man, that you know, oh, I didn't like this, I didn't like that. Because that shit corny to me. Right. But I didn't like that. <laughs> He's got some good stand-ups, but yeah, that wasn't yeah. the one. What's the last one you fought with? Oh, uh, shit. I don't know him by heart. I think the I think maybe was it the third was the last I fought. I think maybe? the one he mentioned something about uh and it was like growing little man, laugh at my pain. Not laugh at my pain, growing little man, um I forget, man. He's he got a he got a couple on this couple, man. But, got a um, couple. Back to Paul Mooney, man. You get a Paul well, you get a you get a Eddie Murphy, you get a Dave Chappelle, you get a Richard Pryor, and you get a Red Fox, all because of Paul Mooney, you know. It's a fact. He was always kind of that voice in their ear. Oh, you, you know, maybe you should do it this way. He actually wrote some of uh, Richard Pryor's material for him. Yeah. On some of those uh, stand-up circuits. That's uh, a fact, man. Uh, yeah, Paul so- Mooney, man, he was never afraid to be himself. He was never afraid to tell us the truth. Mm-hmm. Even in a time where a lot of people kind of put zippers on their own mouths because yeah. they didn't want to get in trouble. That's a fact. So with him just being brash, like I said, unapologetic, I, to to this day, we still need people like that, and I think we have it with Dave Chappelle. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they were very close. I remember on the Chappelle show, you know, you got a lot of skits from uh, Paul Mooney as Negro Domus and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are some of the uh, some of the best skits on that show, man. So he's a legend, man. He'll be missed. Uh, yep. Let's continue to kind of push his, push his voice, push his message, and live it in our day-to-day life, man. That's, that's all I got to say. No doubt, no doubt. Um, so kind of switching gears a little bit. Um, we touched on this in prior podcasts uh, again, but, you know, the good topics kind of recycle themselves, man, and keep coming up, you know, it's, it's something that's important. Um, when we started this podcast, uh, episode zero, um, we kind of walked through what we wanted to be. Right, just mm-hmm. what you wanted to be, what I wanted to be, and then as a collective, what we want to provide. And, and I said I wanted to be a voice. Right. right, I wanted to be somebody that you know maybe I say the things you want to hear in a way that kind of maybe moves you, inspires you, or whatever. Um, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have both talked about um, you know mental struggles especially in the black community right uh, we talked about how we we have this thing where we kind of deal with shit ourselves mm. you know we don't kind of seek help we don't do anything like that uh, we've also talked about how we both uh have gone to therapy and currently in therapy correct um you know and, and what that's done for us we've talked about avenues to do so um you know you feel like you don't you you can't reach out to your friends um you know recently and not getting too deep into it you know recently lost a little brother um, you know what I mean? Due to, um, due to that. Um, so I just wanted to put that out to say once again, what we said before, been a few episodes, um, but you know, we, we are actually in, in to go back a little bit. Um, uh, we came out, I want to say maybe last episode, episode before that we hadn't gone through a, a episode without mentioning death, right? without mentioning death. Yeah. Like something like someone's died literally every episode and mm-hmm. for a weekly podcast. That's crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Like that's nuts. That's crazy. Um, so <clears throat> I say that to say, man, you know, there's a lot of resources out there for people. Um, you know, to kind of seek help if you're going through something, man, you know, you got your friends, you you know, you got um, you know, people that are willing to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you don't, man, go seek therapy. I know a lot of times, you know, people tell you, you know, especially in the black community, yeah, we don't want to do therapy. We just going to pray. Yeah, and yeah, you mentioned that before. And that man. Can't we kind of look down. On yeah, the we look kind. We look down. Sitting people. in front of a, a shrink. Exactly. That's how people see yeah. it. Somebody and, analyzing us step by step. Everything you know, we say, we kind of looking to see if they're writing shit down. Man. Absolutely, man. It's kind of that thing that that whole joke about. You know, you go to your parents as a kid, say you depressed. And then they, they tell the whole family all your shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, nigga say he depressed. My, my say yeah, he's sad as hell. Tell me he yeah. depressed. Better depress your ass in there and wash some dishes. Wash them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the response you get. But again, once again, that's what they go, were taught. Yes, that's absolutely. That's what they were taught. And to go back to, you know, I, I'll say this now. I've said it before. I do feel like our generation is, once again, the healing generation. Mm-hmm. We're the generation that looks at these things and say, Yo, something's wrong with that. Yeah, I like, can't deal with not the way okay. mom and dad dealt yeah, with it. Yeah, like I know that's how y'all gave it up, but we got the courage to say, no, nah, that, that shit ain't right. It's yeah. the whole it's thing too about- too many outlets out here. Yeah, man. absolutely. And that goes into, you know, I think a lot of times we think about breaking generational curses, right? We think about financial type things, right? Financial like, wealth. I don't yeah. want my kids to get it out the mud. I did that so they don't have to. Generational wealth. Yeah, same, same concept. I know what you was going with it. But we say we, we kind of attribute, we think about that. But 
also breaking the curse of seeking help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like going out and finding help, but also being encouraged to do so. You know what I mean? If, you know, whenever I have kids, if my kids come to me and say, daddy, you know, I'm going through something. I, I need somebody to talk to. We already got the play. I want them comfortable yeah. enough to come to me and say that. And in in the second part is like you said, we got to play. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's go find somebody to talk to. It's kind of like what I uh, mentioned a couple of episodes back, as far as uh, me not wanting to parent the way that my parents parent me. Mm-hmm. Not saying that they did a bad job, but at the same time, they I, did the best of what they knew. Right, and I see room for improvement. Right, and yeah. we'd be failing. Our, our kids, seeds. if we, it's kind of actually Kwame, going back to Kwame. Kwame. Kwame had a quote, and Kwame was like, yo, if you was in the streets and you was a drug dealer, mm-hmm. and then your son's in the street and he a drug dealer, you failed nigga, him. you failed him. You failed him. Because he shouldn't have to do that. You did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to give you a, a quote, see, this is my first lyric, right? We're going to do this. We're going to see this one work. Okay. Like when, when Jay-Z says, nah, Hove did that, so hopefully you ain't got to go through that. Mm-hmm. Same concept. Like, I'm a, I did this shit. I went through all this shit, so you ain't got to go through it. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you that play. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what happens at the end of it. I like mine better. Mine was more palatable. <laughs> you I just like want to say that word. word. <laughs> you just want to say fucking plat- palatable. But once again, according to the, the live audience, that shit stunk. Nah, man. He said, he said P.U. I mean, somebody just let out a little gas. That's mm. all. <laughs> funky, funky. The stench will go away. Funky. It's cool. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Might have sold yourself. Yeah, no, no, man. What that nigga said, I sharded myself. Sharded yourself? Yo, I sharded myself one time in football practice. Oh, man. I was trying to be funny, man. I was getting my ankle. I was getting the the, the tape cut off my ankle. Thought I was farting. We'll leave that story right there. So, shit, anyway. Um, shit went left. It did, man. Left Literally. and right, actually. And I was sitting down, so it spread. Ooh. And then you ever had, nope, like. Okay. Never. <laughs> Can't say that I have, sir. You know, it, it kind of okay, okay, fair enough. Fair. So once again, man, to get back, <laughs> get back to the point of, of what we're talking about, man. Um, and I think that maybe I, I'll start posting on the uh, actually untitled uh, Instagram Dude, this month. Serious, bro. Like we be in some serious topics. It's never <laughs> niggas be like, bro, what the fuck are these niggas on, man? Who brought up sharting? Oh yeah, I brought it up. Okay, so what me? I was asking. Okay, I didn't cool. know. I was asking. That's I can't remember. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. That's all I was saying. Cool. So anyway, man. Um, you know, for those um who may be dealing with something, going through something, whatever, man. I think I'm gonna start putting something on the on the IG page, man. Just kind of some resources to reach out hmm. uh to people, man. Just because again, don't feel away if you need help. Right. You need help. Go get it. Yeah. You know, we both talked about. Our situations where we went, got a therapist, you know, we talked about how people feel like that's a rich man's game and you got to have this, you got to pay. It's not that. There are resources there available for people who may not have the funds to do it. It's fine. I ain't make a payment yet. Talk about it. Free. Talk about it. I ain't paid for a therapy session in two years. If you know how to, hey, if you know how to finesse it. <laughs> you get that shit off. You know how to Believe finesse it, but, right? But, but, but once again, man, you got to want that for yourself, man. Exactly. So um, with that being said, man, let's get into some music, man. All right, cool, cool. Thank um, you, some of you, my boy. Is it on me? Yes, sir. I'm going to go to Marley, man. You know, the, the, the king. I'm going to Bob Marley. We're going to go to the live uh, version, man, two of uh, No Woman, No Cry. Thank you. 
So that was Bob Marley, man. No woman, no cry. Live version. Uh, you know, for those looking for it. Big Swire, what you got for me? I'm going to bring it up to speed, man. I'm going to keep it a little current. When okay. I say current, I mean about maybe about five or six months ago, man. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> current enough? Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Now, I got my boy Wizkid right here, man, featuring Tim's, and this is called Essence.
Alright man, so the, um I guess it's more of a serious topic. Um a little bit a little bit. Uh one is kinda near and dear to me. I think that all of us uh Cole fans kinda adopted Vanessa into in the family. The, yeah, into the family. I mean she was already kinda family, but you know, Vanessa always kinda played the background, which you know was cool. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's y'all's dynamic and it's not our business. But um I do think that she after the death of Cole that's where a lot of everybody's hearts went to. Point being is that we kind of adopted Vanessa into the family. Um, Cole was recently, uh, last weekend, actually, um, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, they actually pulled some well strings. Deserved. Yeah, well, well deserved, deserved, for sure. Um, they actually pulled some strings. Typically, got to wait. It's a, it's a waiting period before you get elected. But Cole was like, nah, bro, he's in. Off top. Ain't no way in. Right. Next year, you're in. Who pulled the strings? Oh shit! I don't, uh, I don't know. Higher powers. Oh, that, for that sure. Type for sure. Shit? Okay. It was it was okay. a kind of kind of one of the things where like someone put the idea out and like who who's going against this? Mm. Like no, Kobe, nobody. Yeah, nobody, Kobe Bryant nobody. is going into the Hall of Fame next year, right? Because that's kind of been the talk. Like just different ways to honor Kobe. You remember right. to talk about him becoming the new logo for the NBA, right? And, um, you know, just different just different ways to kind of honor the legacy of. Of Kobe, yeah, and so I guess this was like the quickest thing that they can do. I, I wouldn't say it was easy to make it happen, but at the same time, like, it's a good look. It's a good look, and like I yeah. said, well deserved for sure. And, and I think that's the key key point. What you said mm-hmm. deserved. It wasn't like they gave Kobe all the fame, no. but that's not here nor there. Um, so Kobe's Kobe's in, um, and speech is given. By uh Vanessa. by Vanessa, mm-hmm. uh, which is big, you know, it's 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 a testament to when people kind of I know when Kobe went through and I and I hate to talk about this in his death, but the whole rape trial and all that, and people talked about Vanessa, yeah. you know, yeah. and what type of woman she must be to allow that to happen, mm. and then you had the whole divorce thing when you know uh Drake with the hundred fifty M's called my nigga. I hit it had to be him and that whole you know debacle. Yeah, and that was based in news coming out of Cole, you know, kind of stepping out on a relationship, and uh, Vanessa, you know, feeling away and about to divorce him and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and um, that whole conversation. Um, and people was kind of saying, "What well, kind of what kind of woman is sticking by him? He just went through this, and now he's doing it again, and she got to be weak." Right. Then he passes. Now you see what type of woman. She now is. you see what type of woman she was. Yeah, you know, and it's a testament to her and salute to Vanessa. Um, you know, I, I, and to kind of make it personal for for both of us, um, I remember when um, a friend of ours died, uh, Pooty. Mm-hmm. And his pops preached a funeral. Okay. And I yeah. remember the conversation being like, damn, like, I don't know if I could have did that. To me, that's the same as Vanessa, like. Getting up there, giving the speech. and Talking about mm-hmm. the thing that brought all of us here. Right. Basketball and my husband. And talking about it in a way that is engaging and people can relate to it and it's entertaining. It's everything a Hall of Fame speech should be. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, she talked about how you know she never really publicly praised Kobe, and now here she are, hell, here she is giving his Hall of Fame speech, and now Kobe's probably up, you know, up in heaven looking down like, ain't this some shit? 
It right. took for me to die in order for you to give me praise. That's a fact, right? <laughs> it took for me to die for you to finally get out here and tell mm-hmm. these motherfuckers I'm great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, that's her job as a wife to kind of keep you on keep you on your rocker. Like, uh, nah, you know, sixty one. Yeah, you could have scored sixty two. Right, that right. type shit. That's her job. Yeah, yeah. That's and her not job. the and not the you know because I, I I said this on I, I tweeted this on Twitter before, um that. I don't fuck with the friends that tell me shit like I want to keep you humble. Don't keep me humble. Mm-mm. Don't. But Why not? I do. Why not? Keep me, what? Why not to keep people humble? Because being humble is for uh, for fuck niggas. That's what I'm talking about, nigga. So <laughs> don't keep. Yeah, don't keep me humble. You feel me? So, but I think in that lane, what you said is more so as a motivational thing, right? Like support. I'm not keeping you humble. I don't want to keep my friends humble. I don't keep my people humble. I want mm-hmm. y'all niggas on the on the highest of highs. Cause that's when you perform your best. I want you on your shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but there was a debacle, and I can kind of let you uh, get into it as far as her relationship with her in laws. Yeah. Um. Well, during the Hall of Fame speech that she gave, uh, the parents were mis- mentioned as far as one of Kobe's last wishes. They had a conversation as far as uh, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. He said that he wanted his family, his mom and dad present at the ceremony. And I don't know, it just kind of got messy with words being said from some family members, friends of the family saying that um, one of the reasons why they weren't in attendance was because of just miscommunication. That's the cleanest way that I can put it. Miscommunication with Vanessa and the family. Some accommodations weren't met as far as flights um tickets for the actual ceremony and things like that so i just kind of want to ask you the importance of relationships when it comes to your significant other and the in-laws like the parents of the person you're involved with yeah um i think uh, i i don't know if it's important to have a great relationship with your in-laws. I feel like if there is a great relationship, not just in-laws, just your partner's family. Mm-hmm. I think that if there is a great relationship, obviously, I you know, who would turn that down? No you know, one. Uh, no one. But I do feel like there does need to be, whether it's a great relationship with your friends or not, there needs to be a very high level of respect there. Of course. And an understanding of whether you like it or not, this is my wife. Right. And she hasn't disrespected you. I ask that you don't disrespect her or me by disrespecting our relationship. Mm-hmm. Please don't disrespect her family because they haven't, you know what I mean? So it's kind of that conversation. So I think that respect level, you know, is very important and very underrated. Right. For me, I think that's the most important part, you know, just that respect level. But again, you know, I can say, you know, my um, my mother and uh, my father's mother right. have a really, really good relationship, mm-hmm. really strong relationship. And where where it was birthed, what happened, where that happened, I don't know. Right. But I know as a child, it was dope for me to see, and it was something I aspired for. Like mm-hmm. I wanted my wife. To get, you know, along, to get along with, with my parents. mother in that way. Because as a kid, at, you know, growing up, like, damn, like, 
I'm really close with my grandmother because of how much time I spent around her. Yeah. But I can see the flip side of if my mother's not, does she really want to be around? I just got to come through with Pops. Mm-hmm. And looking back at my childhood, Pops traveled a lot, worked a lot. And maybe don't see your grandma as much if the relationship is different. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, I do feel like it's important, but I just think that there's levels to that importance. You think the respect is more important than anything else? Very much so. That. I think okay. respect is more important than anything in oh, any right. situation. Oh. I think respect is all respect is always going to be more important than likability. Yeah. From my te- like from my point of view, from my testament, um, just you know, being married and also growing up and seeing the way my biological father and my stepfather, the way they gravitated towards my grandmother. Like, they wanted to be around her. They were always soaking up game with her, playing cards with her, sitting back talking. I remember some days me and my sister would be, you know, we'd get dropped off over there after school, and then my dad would pick us up. And so you would think, like, all right, you know, let's let's go. Let's hop in the truck. We going home. That nigga would sit over there literally for, like, three hours just talking to my grandmother. Sometimes my mom had to call him like, yo, nigga, like, come home. Like, these kids got to get ready for school in the morning. So it was like, I asked him one day, I was like, yo, man, like, why are you always like, why do you like sitting over there so much? He was like, because I love her like she's my mother. Like, when I took the vows, I wasn't only taking those vows for your mother. I took them for the entire family. Right. So I was like, damn, that's deep. So I kind of always, you know, looked forward to that as far as like, yeah. Finding my spouse, finding my wife or whatever. I was like, you know, her family can't be crazy. I was like, man, I ain't marrying no no girl and her family crazy and shit like that. I just happened to get lucky, man. Like, yeah. one of the reasons when people ask me, like, oh, you know, well, how did you know she was the one? I was like, bro, her family dope as fuck. Like, yeah. her family cooked like my family. Her grandma right. cooked like my grandmother. Like, the conversations that I would have with my mother, I'm having with hers as well. Yeah, I look at you know what my brother was able to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he married into a family that was caring, you know, and and took us in his family. And in turn, we took them yeah. as his family. Mm-hmm. So it's a situation where, and, and it was aided by the fact that me and his wife were cool in high school, to, you know, so, and I knew the sister. I mean, you know, so the, 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 the whole of the, the siblings mm-hmm. were already cool. I was cool with, with his wife, and I was cool with his sister, and his sister was cool with him before a thought of marriage even existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then getting to know her parents, you know, I'm training with her. Yeah, I remember you, know, you telling me that. Yeah, like I'm working <laughs> out with him, fuck. you know what I mean, and, and that kind of thing. And, it becomes a a, 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 literally a family, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I think that's dope. And for me, you know, when I look, for, you know, what I look for in a partner is that, like, okay, cool, my brother did his part, right? right? This is a family. I can't in turn bring anything less than that. You know what I mean? Gotta I be can't a, a, a yeah. notch up almost. Now, yeah, and, and you know, and and not a notch. I, I yeah, in a sense, but no, because I don't want to. It's not competition wise, but right. I do want it to be a situation where it's equal. The energy is equal. It's organic too. Yeah, exactly. You know, I want to, I want a partner where her family can also seamlessly fit in. Mm-hmm. And we have these cookouts. Yeah, you know, you bring your moms and, and your people. She, you know, my brother. You know, you'll bring and everybody meets at one location. We can have this whole thing. Yeah. Because think about how dope of a look at it, just for the grandkids. Oh yeah. Well, I I know for me. 
for sure, it was always dope when both of my both of my grandparents were around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just a different look and different feel. Um, and life was good back then too. It was bro. amazing, man. It was amazing. You know. Um, so I just say, uh, so to answer your question, I think it's important, man. I think that Kobe's history with his parents. It's rocky at times. Yeah, it's rocky and it's well documented. So I'm not surprised at the issue between Kobe's family and Vanessa because mm-hmm. I know just as a Kobe fan, I know that there was a you know discussions about how their family didn't necessarily take Vanessa in because right. of her race, um, because of her being Mexican. Um, you know, he didn't like the way Kobe met her. You know, he met her at a video shoot. You know, and. So she was a so kind of like the morals and values they instilled yeah. in him. It's kind of like he rebelled and went against it. Kind of, yeah. So kinda he left the bad taste in him out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got your kid. He, you know, he's in L.A. He's he's got money. He's a Laker. He's a, so in in L.A. in California. If you're a Laker, you're a LA, god. L.A. <laughs> L.A. You're in L.A. L.A. You're in L.A. You're in L.A. Yeah. With money, you're a Laker. In L.A. You're black. You're black. You're 6'6". <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, I mean, you took Brandy to prom. You won the dunk competition. You're that guy. You You're next. Nigga. You're next. You know what I mean? So, I think I I, I am happy to ever come to a, um, a solution, man. And, mm-hmm. and everybody, I, I don't know for sure, but I would assume everybody's kind of leaving out of there happy, man. Um. So real quick topic, kind of to segue off of that, but kind of stay in the NBA and and bring in the NFL as well. This, um, this nigga had to fuck it up, all right? Right, fuck it. <laughs> goofy ass nigga. Come on, what you got though? So there's a discussion uh, about what's to, what's harder to win: hmm. Super Bowl or Ooh. the NBA Finals? Ooh, the juicy, uh, the juicy topics, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So where you stand on that? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. I, I kind of, I kind of go back and forth. I heard the conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to say over the weekend, and I'm think, I think I'm going to lean more towards it's harder to win a, a Super Bowl. Okay. And I stand on that because, I mean, you know the title of the movie, Any Given Sunday, right? So. <clears throat> I mean, you can prepare for a game. You can have the number one seed in the NFL. You can do mm-hmm. all the preparing. Uh, something freak could happen just like that, just Back. from the game that you play. You know, it's a harder sport. It's more physical. Yep. Uh, if you ain't on your shit, man, like, your career could be over with in a blink of an eye. Uh, yeah. Freak accidents happen. But not only that, man, it's just – it's so much unpredictable shit that happens in the NFL. Like, for example, the the Music City Miracle, the Tennessee Titans. Yep. They ran that wave all the way to the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. The underdog of the playoffs, the dark horse. Mm-hmm. So it's instances like that that you probably will never see in the NBA because you have more time to prepare for teams. You play in a seven-game series. So you can lose. I mean, you can be an eighth seed in the NBA and beat the shit out of a one seed, beat them out 30, game one of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, we've seen it plenty of times. You get smacked by 30, four games straight. Exactly. Exactly. I think in, in less words, to be honest with you, I look at it like in the NBA, the better team usually advances. Correct. 
in the NFL, in football in general, that's not always the case. No. The better team doesn't always win. When you have now the NBA, if it's a one off, you know, and we saw this actually last night, right? Um go with the State, Lakers are going to say in LA. Yeah. LA is a better team for sure. Right. But you take for one nigga to one get game. Hot. You know, I think if we say I think one what was something that'd be comparable and then I'll get back, um, would be the NCAA tournament. Is it harder with NCAA tournament or Super Bowl? To me, that's, that's a different yeah, conversation. Yeah, that's a conversation I like to have. That's right a different there. conversation. But just uh, NBA championship, you got seven. It's a seven game series. I got to, even if you, like I said, you could beat me twice. You can win as a lower seed. You mm-hmm. can win every game at home. And I still advance. And I still advance. I can lose every game you the play. The odds are against you. Off top. Off <laughs> top. Because we're going to play four of my games at, at home and three of yours. Right. Um, so I think that's the main thing is just the fact that those seven game series make for the better team to advance. Right. And in football I look at a situation like the Patriots going eighteen and zero, and then losing in the Super Bowl to the in Giants. Super Bowl to the Giants. To and, a helmet pass. Right. And when you look at and the funny thing about football and in sports in general is all about matchups. But if you go back to week 17 and you watch the Giants and the Patriots game and you say, oh. Giants brought minute. that stick. Wait a minute. Giants brought that Maybe, stick. Maybe, but you want to get the Patriots benefit of doubt at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Of Okay, resting well, maybe players. they're resting guys. Maybe it's just kind of, they, they're kind of sleepwalking. They didn't checked really out. care. Checked out, ready mm-hmm. for the playoffs. Okay, that's why. And then get Super Bowl, and that same, it's the same thing. thing happens. It's the same thing. It's a matchup. You know, it's one thing that being a Laker fan taught me. Because growing up, Lakers are in the playoffs, making a deep run. So, as someone who studies the game, I'm mm-hmm. watching, and I'm like, okay, this is about matchups. Right. And I'm seeing shit like, mm, okay, one, one example would be, I don't know, Guy comes off the bench and drops 30, mm-hmm. and the Lakers lose. Okay. But he has to do that every single night for us to lose. In my mind, that's how right. I think. That's how I was thought about that. So, you now know. The it, scout, now the scouting report is on that one player coming off the bench, and he's right. getting shut down. And you got to hope that player can do it for right. the scouting report. Just do it again. Can you do it again? Can you hit eight threes again? Can you? Eh. Can you? you maybe, know a, I mean? maybe another game, but. Like I said, like you, like we yeah. said, seven game series. Yeah, seven game series. Do the whole and series. Yeah, you gotta keep, gotta keep doing, doing it. Show you and gotta prove. Keep doing it. You know what I mean? You know what I thought you were gonna bring up? What's that? That uh, touchy topic, the touchy subject when it comes to the Lakers and and the playoffs. What's that? The Sacramento Kings. I thought you were gonna start talking about those guys. Well, I mean, that was where it came from. Okay, it's okay. a guy like Bobby Jackson. Bobby Jackson. Bench yeah, right, crazy. Right. That's that's what. And, that's and, but my, but see, in my, my thing, I, I always broke it down. So okay, how did we lose? Now, if we lost because Mike Bibby went crazy, he did. Right? And he did. And but so in my mind, and I talk about it all the time. Those King teams, I hated because the the team itself was so scary because the things they did that fucked the Lakers up. I knew they could do every night. Yeah. My baby could cook fish every night mm-hmm. if he wanted to. There's nothing we could do with him. Fly Chris could Weber, make those passes. Vi could do what he did. Chris Weber could cook Robert Horry. Pager was knocking that bitch down. So it's what they do well, they could do every night. It's the Warriors. You know, it's like, them niggas going to shoot that bitch. 
Mm-hmm. Every night. Backdoor cut your ass. They run the offense that's very, very hard, very unpredictable. It is, you know, so, you know, to get to the point of what's harder, I think it's harder to win an NBA final. I'm, I'm sorry, harder to win the Super Bowl than the finals. Mm-hmm. But I do believe there's a conversation to be had if we take it back to the NCAA championship. Okay, now we talk. Versus Super Bowl. Now that's a conversation. Um, that takes it more toward football. Virginia a couple of years ago losing to the number sixteen seed isn't normal. No, that and and I think if they played ten times, that's the one off. Mm-hmm. I discussed it all the time, talking about you know last episode with you, and I said, man, you like bringing up the one time, and like you like bring up the exception more than the rule. The exception, okay, and yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like I said that to you, like you're like you got this thing. You're like what thing? Oh, so yeah. you like to bring up the, the oh, exception, yeah. not the rule. <laughs> and I live in the rule. Like, that's you, you know what I mean. Because I live by that saying that Red had on Friday. Oh, nigga, that was different. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and my thing is like, nigga, I'm looking at this shit a hundred times, and it happened ninety nine. You gonna tell me? I don't want to hear about that. That was different, bro. But that yeah. Was different. Oh, oh, that was. Why, bro, they checked when he told me he spoke backyard. <laughs> oh, that was different. So, um, yeah, man. But I think that's a. Mm, the NCAA championship versus uh, Super Bowl. Is, that shit is. I, I, I'm gonna go with NCAA on that one. That shit is hard. Larger field, more so of a chance. It? Eighty teams now. It's still sixty four. Right, I don't. They, it's sixty. It's something. I believe. I believe it's sixty eight. Could they take a few playing games? It's, it's all about money. You could bust ass all season, right? And the right motherfucker get hot. Jimmer for that. Mid major come along. Curly head white boy out of nowhere. Drain 12 threes on your ass in the first half. A little light skinned nigga with a low haircut from North Carolina go crazy on you. Yeah. That's it. What light skinned nigga you talking about? <laughs> you know, that's all they get over there. North, North Carolina. Carolina? From North Carolina, not at North Carolina. Oh, you talking about Steph? Yeah, I'm talking uh, Not you, not you bums. Yeah, I ain't talking about you bums. Those bums, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about, I'm talking Davidson. about Davidson. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Or. Remember this team, that Mercer team? I do. Shout out to Jabri. Shout out to Jabri, man. Rest in peace. Shout out to Jabri, man. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big. That was big. Beat Duke. I don't care what you say about Duke that year. That Two was boys big. Two boys from Savannah. Yeah. From BC at that. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him. Look at BC coming back to the hood. Coming come to the hood and taking the real niggas out. <laughs> As usual. Yeah. Look at that culture appropriation. What's up with some culture appropriation? Hey, man. Yeah, it's cool I now, ain't, right? Ain't, nah, yeah, I, cool, nah I ain't even going to deny that one. That's exactly what they had going on Come over on, there. Come on, man. Come on, that, man. That, that nasty ass program. Fuck. Um, get some music. Let's go, man. What you got to set you up? Okay, let me get to it, man. All right, man. Classic one, classic one. Ooh. This, this is, yeah, man. That bop right here, man. Tanto Metro and Devontae. Everyone falls in love. Yo, I'm just giving out songs. Every day I get up on the thrones. I want the more in order to go. Three. 
another uh another uh one of those that maybe this is maybe it ain't but i'm gonna play it anyway you cleared the last one i did no, no letting go you okay. said was so we're gonna go with yeah, this one yeah. man so i'm gonna do this man we're gonna go to shaggy uh it wasn't me open up man mm-hmm. my girl just caught me you made her catch you mm-hmm. i don't know how i let this happen <laughs> the girl next door you know mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. So it wasn't you. Call HR, see if that nigga's favorite counter. <laughs> I don't like how spicy you be with HR. Huh? What's up with you, man? No, I'm good, bro. You sure? I'm positive. That's what you want to tell HR? Yeah, when he come on the pod, man, that nigga keep dodging my questions and shit, man. It's all good, man. Spicy. Shout out to TA, man. Spicy. That nigga funny. Spicy. <laughs> spicy at HR. Oh, boy. What we call um, they took the money, man. Money bag Joe and them. Well, he ain't do it, but money bag Joe, Joe, not money bag Joe. But a lot of states, man, are now removing unemployment benefits, and I think this affects um, a good people, a good, a good bit of, of our listenership. I think yeah, have take your ass back to work, <laughs> lazy bum ass niggas. You said that, no, yeah, I said it <laughs> straight up, man. That's where you at with it. That's where I'm at, bro. Time to go back. Time to go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it because you weren't getting the money? Oh, no, nah, I'm straight, bro. I wasn't looking for the money. Oh, okay. You saying they need to get their ass back to. Yeah. I'll be honest, man. This is probably the first time I've seen, like, dog, I went to a Smoothie King earlier today, right? Right. And uh, go get my smoothie, whatnot. Um, actually, I paid for a 20 ounce. Shorty gave me a, a 32, so shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me the big one. Yo, thank you. Anyway, um, so I uh go in there, man, get the smoothie and whatnot, and I just glance down at you know desk in front of me, um, and it's like an application. It's like right there, 
Get away from your job. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More like Smoothie King. <laughs> you know. And again, we talked about how we were both blessed, you know, still be working during and after the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm happy for my job, all that good shit, man. Grateful for sure. But um, it was just odd because I, I, I just kind of attributed back to I remember being in high school. Right. And, you know, my dad, you know, I'm putting on some khakis and a polo and some Sperry's and dad just taking me from here to there. Mm-hmm. We, we Today we looking, you know, the word of the day is job. J-O-B. J-O-B. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're going to ride around. We're going to find you a job, man. And you're going to fill your applications out. You're going to talk nice to these people. We're going to get you a job. You need some money in your pocket, right? Yeah. And I look at now, like, these people are giving out jobs. McDonald's paying niggas $25 an hour, dog. Nuts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nuts. Take I'm y'all seeing, ass to work. I'm seeing jobs where they're, you know, offering, I know Parker's offering $500, 90 days. They give you a $500 signing bonus. You know what I mean? Signing like, like, dead ass. Like, I'm seeing all this shit. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. Like, they need people, mind. like, everywhere I go. It's crazy. They hiring. And they, they're begging people yeah. to come work. And, you know, part of it, you know, I look at it two different ways. One is we live in a system that's been fucking us over so much. If you want to take advantage of it, have Now we're getting it. back. Right. But the flip side of that is eventually. It's going to run out. It's going to run gonna out. going to run dry. Eventually, the well's going to run dry. Mm-hmm. And I don't really care so much if you were in that boat. Do your thing. What I worry about especially with our age group is what was, what's your plan? Be conscious of what you're getting yourself into. Like, are you, because there two reasons. One, I do feel like there is going to be some sort of disdain mm-hmm. from employers. If you allow this to go too long. Yeah. Meaning when you start applying for jobs and you start getting into this time where employers are pretty much begging you to work Mm -hmm. and you still didn't go back to work but you're applying here in your career field like are they likely to give you this position or are they more likely to look at it like nah because you you know what I mean so I just say that to say man I really hope that you know be smart about it yeah be smart that's it 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 was a perfect storm man for all of this shit I, I knew niggas make. I knew niggas were making more money with unemployment they ever did a regular. You had the you know unemployment. You had what PPP loans, stimulus, and tax all at the same time. All at the same time hitting. <sighs> Boom. What niggas was up? A nigga told me the other day. Shit, I hope they fired my. <laughs> I was like, God, that's a damn. fact. That's a fact. Shit. A lot of niggas was trying to get fired. I hope. Get me up out of this nigga miss three weeks straight, bro. Mm-hmm. I hope they fire my ass. Yeah. I was like, bro, I'm right. <laughs> I can't even hold you on that yep. shit. And, I can't hold you. And it's a lot of states, man. The state, and that's what's funny. The states are who's doing it. Right. The states are turning down the federal benefit. Mm. And I had a, a, conver- a conversation with one of my friends, and, and he was telling me, he said, man, they, they, they got to give us something. No, they don't. No. And did I see this coming where the state itself would turn down federal assistance? No. I didn't see that coming, mm-hmm. but I knew that it that the again as you put the well would run dry. Yeah. Um. So not to stay on that topic too too long, 
Um, but I do hope that there is a plan in motion because the opposite, the flip side, and I, I always say, man, what's the alternative? Mm-hmm. If you ask me, you know, should I do this? I'm like, well, if you don't do that, then what happens? Right. Cause and effect with everything. It, yeah, absolutely. It's like, okay, you want to do this, but okay, cool. So if you don't do that, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Now, are you willing to accept that? You're not? And do something and else. do something else. So saying, <laughs> do something else. It's simple. It's really easy. Up. It's very easy. So, um, you know, the same thing with this man, like... <sighs> If you don't have a plan in motion, if you don't know what you're going to do, if you don't, you know what I mean? If you're just riding this wave and hoping for the best and trusting the government that you don't trust to let you tell it, you won't get a vaccine, but you trust these unemployment benefits. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Godspeed, my boy. Godspeed, for sure. For sure. So... Um, I think it's actually one of the things we could rap with, man. Um, Guess what we did tonight, y'all? We got through all the topics. Every. Every last one of them, bro. Last. Topic. Shout out to us. Yeah, man. Shout out, we never done that before. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, we'll wrap it up, man. Finally got a chance to listen to Cole, man. Yeah. How you feeling? It was a rap album. Yeah. It was right. a rap album, and right. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate it. I just hope it's not one of those albums, and I kind of find myself doing it at times. I'll listen to it for about a week, maybe two weeks, and then I'll shelf it. I've done that with a lot, a a lot, lot of, music, of projects. Right? Great projects of that. Yeah. It's happened. I think it's going to happen. You think so? I think it's going to happen. But, but I think the it's just that we get so, so much music. Much that if you love music, you can't help but like, oh shit, that's out. Oh shit, that's out. Oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think that's the main. I thing. I just want this to kind of grow, like grow old with this, man. Because, like for the longest, man, it's just kind of been, you know, applied on on his whole career. It's like, man, we know he can rap. He just, I don't know, he just don't rap. I kind of, I, I think people see Cole in that light of a mixtape called Friday Night Lights, right? You know that era of Cole, so I. Well, I feel I, like he kind of gave us that on this. Yeah, I think yeah, mm-hmm. just he just got in there and just rap, yeah, just rap. You know, um, for me, I enjoyed it, man. I, I agree with you. I think it was a rap album. You never since I've heard. Yeah. Um, upon first listen, I won't say I didn't like it, but I realized what it was. Uh huh. And I realized it wasn't something I could just kind of just play around, listen to. Like I had to really kind of give it, give it a ear. Um, and once I did that, so oh, okay, Cole, okay, he here, he I here. got you, I got you. Say less. I heard he, he did good on the hooks uh, on this album too. Yeah, he did. He, he did. did good on the hooks. He did, he did man. I, and you know, one thing I do like about Cole, man, is just Cole's. Thing of where he produces a lot of his own shit. Yeah, I fuck with that. Mm-hmm. I really do. You know what I mean? I, I, I people kind of forget that about him. And they, there was an article about how Cole said that uh, Timbaland had a beat on Twitch. Just something he played, and Cole said he ripped the beat off of Twitch and threw it on the album. I forgot what song it was, uh-huh. but he essentially stole the beat a little bit. But you know, it was what it was. 
So um so yeah man I, I I definitely fuck with the Cole album man I appreciate what he did I, I really liked um the angle he took especially in today's world where you want the hooks and conversation we had last week about you know the niggas with the you know just put shit out what T Pain was talking about right right, like, right. you don't like the song you just like the beat mm-hmm. Cole was giving us bar bars. after bar after bar bars. Bars, you know what I mean, in, in, in a world that doesn't necessarily always appreciate them. What he said, uh, what he said, I put an M on your head now. You Luigi brother now. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I'm telling you, man. When Cole said, uh. when Cole got in that freestyle and told them niggas, no Bill Cosby shit, but if you still sleep with me, then fuck them. I knew, I knew okay. it was coming, yeah, right? I, I, all right, okay. <laughs> Drop the album. Drop it. Drop it. I said it last week. Yeah. Drop it. Not now. I think this was just, you know, kind of put niggas on notice that the fall off is on its way. Yeah, it's and, on its way. And he said that right. Mm-hmm. Like he said he had a couple more, and he was out. Yeah. All seasons one. Let me just get y'all this to fall off. I'm out the way. Yeah. God bless. I'm ready. I'm not ready because I know it's going to be. I mean, when rappers say this is the end, it's, it's never really the end. But right. I, it's kind of like we have to celebrate it like it is the end. I don't, I don't know of any rapper that left on their own accord. Mm. That truly left. Not because Jay, Jay left but came back yeah. and left and came it's back. It's more so up to the fans and the uh and the labels to kind of push, push these niggas out. I'm looking forward to the artist that does it, though. The one that just says leaves on their own terms because I feel like that. I mean, think about it. If Jay left on the Black Album, mm-hmm. just left, and that's the last we got. Now we got dope albums after that. I think American Gangster was a very underrated album. Um, it was dope. I feel like Blueprint Three Blueprint was a three very was underrated album. I feel like Four 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 was a really right. underrated album. Hell, Watch the Throne. Watch I the mean, throne. we got a lot of shit. A lot after, of good music. You know what I mean? So we don't get that, but if we do walk out with Black Album, it's an amazing way to leave mm-hmm. on your own terms, on the high. I mean, Jay Z just an elite an album and a movie. Yeah, an album, movie, pack out, Madison Square, last, you know, just so much story. It's so dope, you know. what I mean that you can't help but appreciate what he did, man. So yeah, so again, man, shout out to Cole. Um, and everything he did, man. So I think that's it, man. I think that we are good. Shout out to our guest tonight, yeah, HR. Man. HR, <laughs> shout out HR, man. Big Daddy Drip, shout out to Big Daddy Drip. What else you got? That's it, man. Yeah. Get that shit. Yeah, man. So here we are, man. Episode fourteen. Fourteen. Move right along, man. Big 14. Big 14, man. Coming up on that sweet 16. And give them cupcakes. We 14, so that means we taking a, uh, we taking a car without our parents knowing now, right? That's a fact. Shout out to Q. Sneaking in the windows and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Q. <laughs> Q was the first nigga out. Yeah, Q was dash for taking on mama car. Yes, and my sir. funny ass is right there in the passenger seat riding. <laughs> Stopping waving. at the circle cage. Yeah, shit. nigga thinking I'm fucking prom queen. They got me in that bitch. Got down with a little side hand wave. Oh, my. And all that shit So yeah man Numbers growing Pod is growing Appreciate everybody That's fucking with us For the first time We fucking with us Hopefully you stick around Um, You've been here with us man Hopefully you stick around as well 
Um, once again, man, if you fuck with us, fuck with us. And if you don't, bitch. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. That's bitch. a fact. That's a fact. Numbers don't lie. Men bitch. lie. Women do. Numbers don't. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Something about that word. What's my favorite word? Bitch. <laughs> I could have said a little more emphasis. But cool. Horse. Bitch. Whore. <laughs> So yeah, man. So once again, man, this is the Untitled Podcast. We appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate the love, all that good shit, man. All that being said, we are out. Cheer. Thinking I die for you, Jodeci cry for you. Do things when you want me to, like controller. Controller, yeah, like controller, controller. But you can't just diss and come tell me I'm sorry. You can't listen to me talk and go tell my story. Don't work like that when you love somebody My old flex is my new flex now and we're working on it Yeah And that's why I need all the energy that you bring to me My last girl would tear me apart but she never wanna split a thing with me But when it comes to you, you Controller, controller, yeah. And I'm never on a wasting Charlie. I do it how you say you want it. Them girls, they just wanna take my money. They don't want me to give you nothing. They don't want you to have nothing. They don't wanna see me find your loving. They don't wanna see me. Give me some more flavor.